Hello everyone, welcome to episode number two, day number two at Build 2016. We're on floor number three at Moscow and West here in San Francisco. Uh, today, one of the big things that came out of the keynote was the reveal of Xamarin tools being packaged with Visual Studio with any type of Visual Studio license. Brady, do you have more on that? Yeah, I mean, you really, you really covered the the core of it there. Um, really exciting announcement. I think the biggest one of the keynote today was that Xamarin is now free for any version of Visual Studio, including the free community version. So any developer can develop cross-platform apps on um, Visual Studio. And Visual Studio is available on all different platforms, so any developer on any platform can develop an application for any platform. Um, another exciting piece of that is that the Xamarin SDK is um, going to be released to the open source community. So keep an eye out for that. Um, I'm not sure if they did already, but I'm sure it'll be on, on GitHub soon enough. And uh, one more one more uh, little nugget along the lines of Xamarin is that we witnessed today a iOS simulator running on a Windows machine, which got a lot of excitement from the crowd. And uh, I know that's something that, that's been in the pipeline for a while. So a lot of big news about um, surrounding Xamarin today and our acquisition of them and uh, looking forward to seeing what that platform is uh, going to transform into. Brady, don't sound so excited. I mean, I feel like we just, as an industry, we just unlocked every single developer in the world to do cross-platform development. I mean, I don't want to bring a tear to anybody's eyes or anything like that, but I just, <laughs> this is this is a big deal because it's really hard to do. And we just gave away all of this amazing tooling, which is great. It's like everybody got an achievement in the world. And, you know, anybody can download this stuff, which I think is just amazing. So I'm really proud of the company today. I thought I just thought it was a great thing to do. To get even more excited, like like Brooke had mentioned, I I remember when I was in school learning, and the option was okay, Java's free, so you're gonna, you're going to learn Java. And I didn't touch Visual Studio until I worked at Microsoft. And now with Community Edition of Visual Studio, and now with Xamarin tools being open sourced and free with that community license of Visual Studio, if I come into the app developer world and I say what I want to reach as many people as possible. Now it starts with C-sharp. Now it starts with Visual Studio. And that's a very interesting look at being able to develop for any platform, for any device. And I think that's truly exciting. It's really cool. Yeah, Brooke, forgive my uh, excitement levels. I haven't had enough coffee today, but right. I, I truly share your excitement as well. I know you do. I know you do. I just wanted to highlight it. <laughs> Great. Well, thanks for that. The inspiring words, Brooke. Thanks for the, the detailed recap, Brady. Uh, as you can tell, the conference is wearing everybody. It's a sprint, a three-day sprint. Um, Esther, you, you attended more sessions today, didn't you? Yep, I did. Um, the one I just came from actually was about uh, .NET Core 1.0, which is different than um, 4.6 in that it's modular, um, it's cross-platform, and it's all, well, I mean, 4.6 is also open source, but 1.0 is open source. Um, and when it when it's modular, what I saw was really cool is that you can have this solution where um, you can have some pages depend on core 1.0 while having other pages um, and other parts of the solution use 4.6. Um, so oh, that was neat. really cool. That's really neat. Yeah. yeah. You get yeah. kind of the best of. You only use the tools you need, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, especially since a lot of the libraries you might depend on might not be upgraded to 4.6, so because you know, we've, we've had those issues in the past. Uh, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, he gave a demo building something with .NET Core 1.0, right? Yep. Yep. The uh, demo was a ASP.NET application that was called Where You At. Um, it was a load balance application uh, hosted in all cloud providers, so Azure, um, AWS, and Docker. So what happened was that um, he asked everyone in the crowd and on Twitter to go to this website, whereyouat.trafficmanager.net, um, send your location, which took your longitude latitude, and then told you actually um, which cloud provider you were um, hitting with your client. So his, oh, well. his, his single app was in a mixed environment on three different cloud providers then? Yep. And oh, that's, that's amazing. So at the end, after we gave it a few seconds um, to, for everyone to send our location in, he brought up the page where there's a world map view, and then he put pins with the icons of the cloud provider that your client was on. And um, every time he refreshed this page with the map, more and more and more pins showed up. And it was amazing because, because this is something that Core 1.0 can do, and it's very fast. It's modular and it's cross-platform, so it's pretty exciting. And that session was hosted by Scott and Scott, right? Yep. Scott Hanselman and Scott Hunter. Okay, yeah. And speak, speaking of Scott Hanselman. And today also in the keynote, we saw a demo by Scott Hanselman where uh, Microsoft Azure worked with Illyriad Games, and uh, they made this game, an uh, ultra-massively multiplayer online game called Age of Ascent, where they were able to build this game that runs entirely in browser, HTML5 without plugins. And you're able to connect 50,000 players concurrently, sending millions of transactions over the web uh, to play in this massively online multiplayer game. Um, they're using Azure microservices, so uh, all of these people are getting individual health apps uh, running over hundreds of Azure servers and the scales on the fly. And they showed this pretty cool demo of the Service Fabric Explorer uh, where they went through the Azure portal. Scott Hanselman made a change to production code that uh, set players' health to zero on spawn. So after someone uh, was, was destroyed in the game and they, they spawned a new ship, they would immediately just explode on screen. And you could see this code being rolled out live uh, on a split screen where uh, as players would spawn, just exploding all over the, the play surface, uh, were just ships exploding everywhere. And it was being rolled out actively. So you saw about 20% of the users were being affected by this code change. Well, what was cool was in this app fabric on Azure, uh, it started to fail unit tests because someone wrote unit tests that say, oh, when someone spawns, their health should be at 100. Um, so these unit tests started failing, and rather than applying that change to the entire, uh, to all participants, uh, the code was rolled back to a healthier state. People's services restored to the, the healthy state on the fly. I thought that was pretty cool. So Brooke, yesterday you talked about uh, the dad bod, right? Oh, the dad bot. The dad bot. You, talk <laughs> you talked about you wanted to make a dad bot with the bot framework. And today you got your hands on that sample application, right? Yeah, thanks. I've already achieved the dad bot. Uh, so the, the dad bot, um, 
so yeah, I just wanted to create a bot using the the bot framework, uh, and I got some partial success. Uh, I was able to uh, read the the documentation that's on botframework.com. So you should go to botframework.com, and there are links to the documentation. I got to say, the documentation is definitely still in beta, um, but you know, kudos to the team for at least putting it out there. Uh, there, so I ran into. Uh, well, let me say what I was able to do. I was able to uh, download a, a project template for Visual Studio, put it on my machine, create a new project for a bot. I was able to run it locally, and they have a there's a, like a little link in the documentation for um, for a tool you can use to test your bot. It's a it's a click what click once application, and it'll send messages to your bot locally and uh, and show the results. So it's a great test tool. I got that to work. Uh, I was also able to upload it to an Azure website and uh, use the same test tool against the Azure website. So, you know, I've got the, the basics of the bot working, but I did run into a couple of issues. And the first one was that in the documentation, you know, you've got to provide an app ID and an app secret. It's not really clear where to go get those from. So. I, since we have all of these experts in the building, I walked downstairs to talk to the identity people. Um, I did not know this, but when you create an Azure AD app, the client ID is actually an application ID. Client ID is an, uh, an OAuth term. And then the secret, the app secret that they talk about in the documentation for the bot framework is actually uh, one of the keys that you can generate um, you know, in, in that same configuration page for your app. So once I got past documentation issues um, and then was able to register it as a bot in uh, at botframework.com uh, and then where where I'm having an issue now is just getting it to actually register with some of the channels so you know they got channels for Skype web chat email group me slack SMS telegram uh, I tried to set up a Skype channel no no luck yet uh, but you know I'm gonna after we record this, I'm going to go walk downstairs and talk to those experts and see what I can figure out. So, so you'll keep us updated once your bot is sensing it and running the world that you're going to say, hey, MSCDC, you're going to tweet this out, check out the Brooks dad bot? Yeah, I know, I know the world is going to be waiting, so I'll get it done as quick as I can. All right, great. We, we look forward to that. Um, another, we always try to bring you something exclusive every day at Build, and so far we're one for one. Today we're two for two. Uh, Brady landed an interview with Lenny Fenster today. Um, Brady, you want to talk about that? Sure. Um, I was able to speak um, briefly with, with Lenny. Lenny is the, the chief architect of the Modern Apps domain here in, in services at Microsoft, and um, we chatted briefly about you know what he's seen at Build, what experiences he's had so far, and, and what he's liked, and and how you know the new technology we're releasing will impact developers, especially modern app developers at Microsoft, going forward. He's really excited about all the possibilities there with the new tools um, we're releasing. And um, kind of along those lines, I wanted to talk a little bit about another piece of functionality in Azure that didn't get a whole lot of press today, but I think is going to be really powerful. And it was mentioned briefly in the keynote, it's called the Azure Functions. Um, and these are essentially serverless um, compute event-driven functions, similar, definitely a competitor to Amazon's Lambda functions. And um, they're functions that um, can be written in a variety of different languages and um, will, will really extend the functionality of a lot of scenarios, uh, such as IoT scenarios and um, other kind of messaging-based scenarios, really simplify um, that work for developers. and. I'm looking forward to the potential there and excited about you know, what we can accomplish with that. It's time for last calls. 
Does anyone have, does anyone want to volunteer their last call first? Uh, my last call today is to my little brother, Charlie Casper. It's his birthday, March 31st, so I just want to shout out to him and say happy birthday. I think he's turning 23. All right, well, on behalf of all the other March babies in the world, I uh, wish him a happy birthday myself. Uh, my last call, uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm feeling the exhaustion of a conference on, only on day two. Um, I, I felt like uh, just really exciting announcement this morning, and, and I felt a little bad for the speakers who had to follow the, the announcement because, you know, they, there's just no way they could compete with uh, the Xamarin announcement. So, um, you know, the first half of the day, outstanding. For my last call, uh, my last call goes back out to uh, my basketball team in Washington, D.C., uh, I play with the University of Arizona alumni chapter. We're in a basketball tournament throughout March, and we made the tournament. We're an eight seed. They're playing right now as we speak. So hopefully they win and we advance. I get to play next week, but good luck to those guys. Bear down. Um, my last call is to everyone who is feeling like maybe all this open source stuff is not real yet. I know that they made a joke at the Scott Hanselman made a joke about um, April Fools being tomorrow. So I'm feeling a little anxious. We'll see what happens tomorrow, but I'm pretty sure it's a real thing. Also, hi Tilly, I miss you. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it from here for day two, episode two. Well, that'll do it from here, from build 2016, day two, episode two, floor three. Thank you all for listening. If you don't follow us on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, you can find us there at MASC underscore DC. Otherwise, thanks for listening. Have a good night. I really like that outro. <laughs>